tuning in to the Inbound Fit Podcast, powerful marketing for your fitness center. You're listening to episode two. Episode two. You're listening to, you're listening to episode two. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. I'm Stephen Johnson with Inbound Fit, and you're listening to one of a series of podcasts that I'm hosting, all of which are designed to help fitness club owners and general managers to really get a better understanding of how to start implementing more online marketing strategies as part of their overall advertising campaign. In the last podcast, we talked about blogs, uh, the importance of blogging, and um, kind of the do's and don'ts of blogging, how often to blog, those kinds of things. And so today I thought we'd discuss search engine optimization or SEO. It's been a very popular topic for a long time and we want to get into discussing how to get your uh, fitness center website more exposure and more visibility online because obviously that leads to more members. Um, With me again is our founder and chief marketing officer, Anthony Guerra. Anthony, how are you doing? I'm doing great. SEO. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yep. So we'll get into uh, optimization. What I thought we would do for our listeners is talk about best practices. Uh, we can define things like on-page uh, SEO, off-page SEO, even discuss uh, organic optimization and pay-per-click campaigns, maybe compare and, con- and contrast uh, the different benefits. Sound good? Sounds great. Sounds Excellent. Great. Sounds very informative. Right. So let's open up the conversation, and it's, it's a very broad topic, but let's say, for instance, I'm going to give you a scenario. Let's say somebody came to you and said, Anthony, I just bought this fitness center. It's got a lot of potential. Uh, problem is, is I understand the importance of online marketing, but the previous owner didn't do anything. I don't have a presence online with this new uh, club of mine. In fact, the website's stale and it's mediocre. Now, I've been hearing all of these ads about first page placement on Google, guaranteed, year contract, I'm on the front page for 10 keywords, $99 a month, I'm ready to sign on the dotted line. What do you think? Uh, Don't sign. (laughs) 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 Run as fast as you can. Anybody that touts that they can guarantee the first page of Google is full of crap. I mean, just straight off the bat. And that's an automatic red flag. You shouldn't be signing up for anything that somebody is guaranteeing you on Google's behalf. Uh, they're not Google, so and if they say they're Google, then you run even faster um, because because <laughs> that just doesn't it just doesn't happen. So and, Google's not going to call and guarantee a club owner first page placement in thirty days or less. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that that's going to be happening. So if somebody says that to you, then say, you know, tell them you got some bridge over in uh, you know Juarez, Mexico. You need to sell them. Um, <laughs> but you know the process of SEO, it's a lot of work. It's tons of work. I mean, and, and when we're talking about the optimization of all your pages specifically for specific keywords, this is a process that happens over time. It's a long period of time. It doesn't happen overnight. This is not uh, a quick fix. This is something that you're going to be doing f- throughout the history and the time of your website. So optimization is a process. There's no way that somebody can call you up and say, oh, I'm just going to charge you $99 a month to do SEO and guarantee you to put you on the first page 
Uh, that's not how it works. The whole system doesn't work like that. And people that do that, and companies that do that, are just full of full of crap. Nonsense, right? Yeah. I mean, they're taking. They just want to take your money, essentially, and right. not really deliver on a whole lot. And I think part of the problem with that is, I mean, let's just say, you know, in this scenario, you own a fitness center. Well, guess what? Everybody wants to be seen on the front page of Google for fitness center as a keyword. Mm-hmm. So that being the case. I mean, how does everybody get on the front page for the same exact keyword, right? Yeah, no, it doesn't doesn't happen. There's only there's only enough slots for ten, you know, ten clubs. So, mm-hmm. um, so how do you get up there on that first page? I mean, what's going on that that you know that that happens that you actually slip through the cracks and you get up there? Right. Well, basically, Google's going to look at two different things on your website. Okay, they're going to look at relevance and they're going to look at authority. And so, relevance is just none other than your web pages, you know, within your web pages, you have the word fitness center. Since you're going after that word fitness center, mm-hmm. you have the word fitness center located throughout your entire website. You have it on titles. You have it in different places on your website and you have it consistently. And it's not, you know, uh, you're, you're not trying to fit it in wherever you can because it becomes obvious for the consumer that you're trying to do that. Nobody actually goes to the pages or, or they'll click off your pages pretty quick. Right. And we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But the word fitness center needs to be throughout your website, and that is your relevance, okay? Your authority is Google's asking you the question, are you the most important club in the area? Do you have the most information on your website regarding the word fitness center? And and are you and what you say about the word fitness center or that contains the word fitness center is an authority in the market in your area? So if Google deems you better than everybody else, or better than the majority of people giving advice or offering information about the keyword fitness center, then you're going to rank higher and potentially get up to that first page. And maybe, you know, eventually over time, I mean, a, a, a keyword underlined over time, right? Uh, maybe six months, seven months since it's a very competitive keyword and everybody's going after it, you know, six, seven months, if you're up on that top slot, then you're, um, you're going to get a lot more hits, a lot more traffic. You know, I think the other thing that we like to tell our clients is that um, uh, because a lot of times, I mean, if you're in a particular city, unless you're in a very rural area, you've got other fitness centers in the city. There could be four other fitness centers in your area. So what makes your fitness center unique? Why should somebody come to to your club as opposed to other clubs? So keeping that mindset, you can actually look at other keywords that may not be as popular in other words, do you have a Zumba class? Use that as a keyword. Do you have a, uh, a strength training class? Use that as a keyword. So use other keywords. And then as you do gain, like you mentioned, you do gain that um, or build authority with uh, Google, then you can start ranking for the keywords that you really want to be seen for, the more popular ones. And that's going to help you start to, uh, to advance as well. Right. I mean, yeah, when you condition your website, you don't want to go after the most popular words. I mean, aggressively right off the bat. That's something that will you'll attain over time. What you want to do is you really want to channel in on your personas and the people that you want to join your club as members. So let's just say you have, uh, you know, a magnificent Mike. He wants to come to your site because he wants to learn how to get less uh, body fat percentage. It is. He wants to be magical and get down to 1% body fat or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is going to actually look up articles that are specific to that specific topic. So he's, he might search uh, get 1% body fat. Right. You know, that might be the keyword search term that he searches for. 
Now, how many people in the area are actually looking for that specific search term? I mean, probably none. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mike is probably the only one, especially if you're in a population like say 100,000 people. Um, Mike is probably the only one looking for it, but if you have an article, a blog article, or you have content on a website or advice from a personal trainer on your website that tells, that gives advice on how to get 1% body fat, then if the keyword, if the, if the article is written with the title uh, containing the actual keyword 1% body fat, right? If, if the title has it and your URL of the page have it and you have it throughout the body of your copy without being, again, intrusive on the article and, and not making sense at certain parts, you got to make sure it all makes sense for people to read it, not Google, for people to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, the chances are if, if, if Mike is in your area, he's in your town, and he looks up get 1% body fat, he's going to find your article and the likelihood that you're going to become an authority to – you're going to be relevant to Mike and be an authority to him is very, very high. Now, so you're going to attract Mike, okay? But here's the thing. You can go after a fitness center, and you can attract 1,000 people. Right. And only two people might sign up or one person might sign up. Okay. You can go after some less popular keywords. You know, and when we use, when we say get 1% body fat, that's actually what's called a long tail keyword. Right. Uh, The more long tail the keyword is, I mean, in other words, how many, the more, the longer the keyword is, the less people you're going to attract to it. But the people that come to it, like Mike, are going to want to join your club. They're going to be more specific toward that specific need. So what you're doing is you're targeting that persona and you're going to get more signups. So you might only attract 20 people with one keyword. Right. Right. But, but 10 out of those 20 sign up at your club. And right. and so it benefits you more than if you attract with a keyword that has a thousand, brings you a thousand people, but only one person signs up. So who cares about the traffic? Let's talk right. about the people. Let's talk about hitting people. Uh, where it counts. So, I mean, the point that you're making is very, I mean, it's a great point because you may be using more abstract keywords. However, they are still relevant. And that's what's going to get you, yeah, that's what's going to help you get more members, which at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. And like we mentioned, so it really is about opening up your mind to, again, not just being seen or using keywords that you want to be seen for. But just really understanding what Google's whole goal is here. What they want is to help searchers find what it is that they're looking for. So if you use that mindset and think, I'm not just one, I'm, I'm not trying to just rank for what I want to be seen for, but what are people searching for? Let me use those keywords, and that's going to help you with your overall relationship with Google and get you where you want to be at the end of the day. No, absolutely. And you want to, you definitely want to put yourself in the mind of the consumer, uh, the potential member. You don't want to. You know, most club owners feel that everybody needs to get in shape. And it's probably, you know, it's the truth. Everybody needs to get in shape. They need to take care of their bodies and things. But the the truth is, is that there's a very small percentage of people that are going to actually come and join the club in your area. And even though everybody needs to come and join. So what you need to do is you really need to target in on those people and who you're trying to attract to your club and figure out what keywords those people will be searching online through Google and also Yahoo and Bing and all these popular search engines. Find out what they're gonna be searching and then start optimizing your pages for those. Start writing articles, start including blog articles that are specific to those keywords. Make sure all your pages uh, contain those keywords. Make sure 
you continuously add pages to your website that are going to continuously target all of those specific uh, long tail keywords. That, that really gets into the next topic very nicely in terms of um, on-page SEO. Um, so in terms of on-page SEO, like you mentioned, you want to make sure that each page is, is optimized for the keywords that you want to, to, you want to be seen for. So let's kind of get into that a little bit more. When you're writing blogs, because everybody pretty much knows, especially if you listen to the last podcast, how important blogs are. A lot of people are beginning to, to really implement more blogging uh, on their websites. But in terms of, maybe we can talk for a minute about metadata descriptions, headings, even images. Um, what's your recommendation for including um, uh, keywords in those specific areas of the website? Right, okay. So, yeah, I mean, one thing that we didn't cover in the last podcast was, you know, the structure of a blog and how it, it helps your SEO and your overall, you know, your SEO foundation. Because over time, you're going you're gonna to create a lot of blog articles. There's going to be hundreds of them on your website over the, you know, most of our clubs over the first year will have at least 100 to 200 articles on their website. So each article is actually channeled toward one specific keyword. Mm -hmm. Now, how do we actually create these blogs to where it may, they make sense to people. They're very informative to people, but at the same time, Google takes notice of them and, and they, um, you know, Google scans it and they actually rank you somewhere on their search engine. Now, so there's a few, you know, parts of a blog that are very, very important to get this done. Number one, and the most important is your title of your blog. Uh, you know, what is the title of that page? So when you're thinking about that title, you have to get creative. You can't just title it whatever the heck you want to title it. Right. You have to, you, first off, you have to have the keyword inside the title. Right. So you have to get strategic about placing it inside there. And not only that, it's even more helpful, even better, if you can put the keyword toward the front of the title of that blog. Right. So if if we had a, uh, you know, a, if we were writing an article about fitness center blogging at Inbound Fit, uh, we would want to put fitness center blogging at the front of the title and then maybe put a colon and maybe some details about it. Fitness center blogging, what every club needs, colon, what every club needs. Uh, right. You know, or it's better than, then putting the title, what every club needs is fitness center blogging because you're putting the actual keyword at the very, very end. So the title needs to have the keyword at the front. Let's just put that, you know, right off the bat because that's the first thing Google is going to see. And then they're going to actually spider your article to find out exactly how relevant and how, um, how much authority you have as far as that specific topic in the area. Right. Now, um, other aspects of a blog that are very, very important to contain the keyword, you would have the body has to contain roughly 0.75%. I mean, that's the good rule of thumb. If you can contain it more without getting too intrusive on, you know, stuffing the keyword in there too much. Um, you know, so if you have a 400-word article or, five, let's say, 500-word article, you want to make sure that you have the keyword within the article at least three times. So, right. uh, you know, a certain amount of times. You want to make sure you include it as a header inside the article. You want to put the keyword in your first paragraph of the copy, so that way it's it's there, so Google can really channel in on it. And these are things that are not as helpful as a title, but they do help, you know, with with ranking your your articles better in the area. Right. I remember with uh, Blue Squid Media, um, we actually, you know, did this experiment. We actually went out there to try to rank for the word organic traffic, but Write the write the article 
on organic traffic, but be and be very helpful to people, but at the same time, try to rank as high as we could. And I think um, Blue Squid Media for the word organic traffic, which is a popular term as far as internet marketing is concerned, we were number one for about six months for that specific keyword. So it was a wow. good example for us. I mean, we don't, uh, you know, it's not necessarily the marketing we do now. It's not necessarily geared toward that direction, but, um, you know, we help fitness centers. So we wouldn't write an article like that, but it was something that we did to, to see how well we could actually get, how fast we could rank for a specific keyword and how well we can get up there. But what we found is we found ourselves up at number one within about five days. So uh-huh. not, yeah, so not all keywords work that way. I mean, fitness center, obviously trying to rank for the word fitness center and, and, you know, putting the word in the title and putting the word in the copy and putting the word into headers and, and more information on your website. You also want to, your images need to have what's called alternate text behind it. Mm-hmm. And your web guy will know. I mean, we know what that is. So, I mean, if we're, if we're doing the work for you, but your web guy will know exactly what that is. Um, so your keyword has to be contained within all these spots. And in addition to that, okay, the article can only be a certain length. Okay. It has to be written for a certain, uh, intelligence. Okay. Not everybody is a Harvard grad. So you want to make sure that the, the article is written at us at a level that everybody can understand everybody from 18 years old, all the way through 65 or 70 or however, however broad the range is as far as demographic that you have. Um, you want to make sure that you, you know, you write for condition for them. Right. Because so it's important for the club owner to know what their demographic is, to know who they're trying to actually attract so that they're writing to those, those people. And this is really a, uh, it's kind of a two pronged approach because on the one hand you want the information that people are reading to be very informational. It's informative. It's something that's going to captivate them. You want to have headings, you want to have images because people get bored if they're just reading line after line after line and there's nothing on the page that's breaking it up, kind of the monotony, then they get bored and they click off. Um, but you exactly. also want to write you want to write in this way for Google as well so that when somebody does a search and Google is scanning indexed pages that they have a database of and they pull up yours, they see that everything you've written based on the keywords in the heading because Google – can't see images. That's why Google looks at the alt, uh, the alternate tag. And if all of that information is relevant to the search that the that the user typed in, that's what's going to get them to see your page, um, you know, showing up when they're searching. Correct. Correct. Good I, stuff. I think it's I think it's important to know. I mean, for our listeners to know how Google works. I mean, because you know, you know, Google's this all mighty uh, entity <laughs> that exists. All. Yeah, the end all be all of of everything that is the internet. Um, but basically what happens is your, your website, uh, number one, you have to keep your website alive and kicking. You have to make sure that you are updating your website often, that you're blogging, that you're updating pages, you know, continue to change out your classes, give descriptions of classes, introduce new classes as, as far as a fitness center is concerned, and just do things that are going to keep your website alive. Because what that does is it keeps Google paying attention to you. The more pages you have on your site, the more index pages that they can go through and the more they can scan your site the better you're going to rank over time so google works like this you you basically post a you you build a new website and google automatically sends out these little just imagine for yourself this big huge mother spider that's dropping off its babies and it's actually going over to your website and all these little babies are scanning throughout all the words of your website 
finding out whether all your links work, whether you don't have any 404 error pages. They're, you know, they're, they're, it's, if these spiders can crawl through your site and they can go through every link and every nook and cranny without coming to a dead end, that's a positive thing right there. Google loves that. So that's going to give you already, that's going to, you know, give you some brownie badges as far as they're concerned. So these spiders, they go through all your links. They come back to Google, to the mother mothership, and they say, okay, well, this website has this, this, and this, and this. And they talk about fitness center, fitness center, fitness center. Right. Okay. So, okay, so mothership says, okay, well, we need to rank this for fitness center. And so where are we going to put it? How, how were you able to read all this stuff? How relevant was it to people? How important was it? And so – that report will come in and then Google's going to rank you. And then after that, you'll start moving up accordingly. So you want to you want to be able to analyze your rankings all the time. And so it's important to to have a method for doing that. You need to analyze everything on your site, but your ranking as far as specific keywords is absolutely critical. Right. So if you can, if you don't know where you're ranked as far as the word fitness center and you're sitting, you know, on page 10 and you don't even know you're there, you know what? It's it's just you're missing the boat. You have to know what you need to do to get yourself to page one because that's right. the ultimate goal. You're hurting yourself exactly. You know, let me um, let's get into I mean, everything we've been talking about so far about about on page SEO is everything that the fitness center owner can do. That's what you can do to optimize yourself, your online, uh, um, your pages online. But now let's talk about off page SEO. Now, off-page SEO is referring to inbound links, meaning other websites, other blogs that have found you and they like, it basically it verifies your authority. Um, so they link to, they link back to your, uh, your site, the pages on your site. Now, in the old days, you could ask for an inbound link, you know, you could partner up with somebody and you could do that. Google has gotten smart and they've recognized that people are doing that. You're kind of cheating the system. They don't really like that a whole lot. So... You know, if you want more inbound links, and that's not something that you can specifically control, or is it something you can control? How do you get more inbound links, people linking to your website, to your pages? You write incredible stuff, information that people want to link to. Uh, the better your articles are, the more important your articles are, the more uh, helpful and educational your articles are and the pages of your website the more people want to attach on and link to you as a resource for where they're getting their information. So during inside their blogs or inside their pages, they might link over to a page inside your website and that gives your page. That's like gold, right? Uh, it's called link juice. You know, it's basically, it's that, it's that extra oomph that your website gets with the more links that you have coming in, the better uh, you're going to rank and the more authoritative your website's going to be. Now, but if you let's take a look at these sites that are actually linking to you, though, it's a, it's important to take a closer look at that because you don't want just any site linking to you. You need the higher the authoritative or relevance of the website that is linking to you is, the more the higher you're going to rank as far wow. as your authority. So if you have, uh, you know, they always say if a, if a government website is actually linking to advice that you gave in an article. Uh, that's one of the hardest, you know, the the highest authorities you can have actually linking to you. So, uh, let's just say you have Men's Health, or you have, you know, something, uh, a site, Nike. Uh, yeah, Nike, or you have uh, Bodybuilder.com, or 
whenever you have a website that has that much authority and they actually link to something that you said, it's like uh, it's like a teenager getting a tweet from a from a celebrity. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It sends them into heaven. You know. Now you're cool. So, yeah. Now you're cool because everybody else is following you. So it's it's kind of like that. So you want respectable websites to be linking back to you. And there are ways, I'm not going to get into it today, but uh, there are ways for you, if somebody does link to your site that you don't want to, um, you don't necessarily want them linking to you or you want you don't want Google to recognize that link, there's ways you can actually cut that off. And we'll actually go into detail about that in a blog article or something later on. Excellent. So uh, let's get into another topic because a lot of times, I mean, this is something that's been very popular. It's pay-per-click. So people will do a PPC campaign Um uh, as opposed to organic SEO, what do you think about, you know, when would you do a pay-per-click campaign? What's the advantage of doing that, doing a pay-per-click campaign? Um, I don't, <laughs> I actually don't like Google pay-per-click campaigns. I mean, they, they cost a lot of money. Right. And it's not that I don't like them because they don't work. I just think that a lot of club owners and managers um, or anybody that's working in a club that has that's in charge of running AdWords doesn't really have a lot of experience with it. And so it's real easy to do a few missteps to be able and, – and your customer acquisition costs go up really, really high. Okay, so you're saying it works, but you really have to know what you're doing. Right, right. And so okay. it's it's good if you're going to run campaigns like that, it's 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 good to hire someone like us or an agency that actually knows or somebody that's certified with Google AdWords that knows what they're doing because like I said, you know, it's typical for a club manager to run an AdWord campaign and go after the word fitness center. Now, fitness center that's a highly competitive word, and the more competitive the word is, the ho- the more costly it's going to be to try to get on that first page, even in ads. Mm-hmm. And when you are placed on that first page, if somebody clicks on you, it's going to cost you ten dollars. You know, it's going to cost you eleven dollars or something ridiculous because you have to you have to bid higher uh, in order to get yourself on that first page. If you don't bid high enough, you're not going to show up because it's 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 essentially an auction. I mean, if the highest bidder gets the traffic, gets the direction. That's right. right. Yeah. But if you happen to click, I mean, if somebody happens to click on you, you start off. I mean, just this person coming over to browse at your site, it's going to cost you 11 bucks. Right. It doesn't make any sense. There's so much that you can do organically over time that would organic is free. You know, you just got to put in the work and put in more blogs and be more informational. But as far as, uh, you know, pay-per-click is concerned, you're spending money for people to click and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to take advantage of an offer. Right. Um, so you're losing money. It's it's similar. I mean, I equate it a lot to direct mailers. Direct mailers, you put them out there and, and uh, you hope somebody sticks. And, right. and, and so it's kind of a wing and a prayer. And you're spending money on something that everybody says works. But you really have to know what you're doing. So running an AdWords campaign in conjunction with a specific campaign that you're – or specific promotion on your website is a good thing to do. But have somebody experienced do it. So, because I mean, at the end of the day, it works for the time. Just like the mailers that you said, you send them out into the world, they work at the moment that they're hanging on the door. But then once it goes wherever the homeowner puts it, it's gone. And so the same thing with pay per click, it's working for the time that you're running it. 
But when you're not running it, you don't exist. So it doesn't ever help you with any organic traffic at all. No, not at all. No, they, the, there's two separate things. There's organic and there's pay-per-click. They're, they're completely two separate animals. So if you think that uh, you know paying for ads is going to help you organically, it's just not. It's that they, they work separately. Right. So, so for a long-term strategy, the best thing to do is... Organic, absolutely organic. Yeah, you would only use pay per click if you're trying to get a quick fix on something. It's like, you know, I hate the analogy, but it's like you know, injecting something in your veins to build up your muscles. You know what I mean? That's that's it's it's almost. I hate right. that analogy, but it's actually like that. You know, where you right. you're you're getting you're looking for a quick fix, a temporary patch for something overall that you need to do, and that's what AdWords is. And it costs a lot of money. It's not cheap. AdWords is not cheap. I mean, any decent AdWords campaign is going to cost you $800,000 a month to start if you're right. going to give it any kind of go. Um, we do use them here at, at Inbound Fit. I mean, we prefer you know Facebook ads and things, but we do use Google AdWords, you know, pay-per-click campaigns sometimes when the promotion has got to be really pushed out there. And uh, so I'm not saying we never use them, but we don't use them as a fix. We use them to bring more traffic, but not to patch up a hole. Um, right. You know, because it does. It does get costly. And, and over time, you know, you can really spend a lot of money. We have one club that actually was spending about $3,000 a month on pay-per-click. And since they hired us, this was before they hired us. When they hired us, they got rid of it completely and they've actually got 200% more leads, a little over 200% more leads by us doing organic or doing, doing organic, organic work and also optimizing web pages uh, to the best that they can be optimized uh, along with other campaigns that we run. But we're able to increase leads by two, you know, over 200%. Right. Right. Awesome. It doesn't have anything to do with pay-per-click. So uh, it's just something to think about. Yeah, and to that end, because um, one of the things you talked about in, in this scenario we talked about earlier is, you know, somebody just bought a fitness club and, you know, they want to get more uh, online exposure. Um, but so maybe we can talk for a minute about just to kind of wrap things up in terms of what uh, what inbound fit can do from a reporting standpoint. Because you mentioned earlier, you need to know where you're at. And most people, they really have no idea where they're at. So from a reporting standpoint, maybe you can talk for a minute about all the different things that uh, Inbound Fit can do to help people understand where they're at and where they want to get to and how they can get there in terms of organic uh, uh, ranking. Right, yeah. Well, here at Inbound Fit, I mean, we're certified HubSpot partners. So um, <clears throat> using the software, I mean, we it's, it's just a, it's a firm staple as far as our marketing efforts are concerned because we live off the philosophy that you have to be able to monitor anything that you're going to market. If you can't actually analyze and keep track of what's going on on your web pages and off your web pages, uh, you're really just guessing. Right. Again, I, I'll come back to the direct mailer anal, you know, analogy. You have you put direct mailers out there and you know that you have 5,000 that are going to be hitting houses, uh, but you have no idea how many people are actually reading it, how many people are scanning the information you have, how many people are keeping it in front of them, how many people are throwing it in the trash, how many people are keeping it on the door. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't know any, you have no idea. And the company that actually runs the mailers for you as well, they don't have any idea either. Right. Um, so with our technology, with, with the help of HubSpot, we're able to analyze all your keywords. We're able to determine where opportunities exist and figure out which keywords would be best for a specific area. Uh, for instance, we have one club that has Les Mills Body Pump. 
Okay, that's one of the classes that they have. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever you search the term Les Mills body pump in their area, they don't come in anywhere near that, you know, the top. And mm -hmm. there's, there's real some small mom and pops that are actually in the area that are coming up above that. And so that's an opportunity for us. And we're able to tell, you know, based on the information we have on that specific keyword, we're able to tell uh, how aggressively we need to go after that keyword, which turns out it's it's probably only going to take a blog article to rank somewhere close to the, you know, uh, you know, a lot higher than what they're ranking now and hopefully get to that first page. Right. But we're also able to keep track of how many people are coming to your blogs, how many people are actually reading them. We actually as we can actually track when someone actually goes to your blog page and actually moves their mouse around the screen and what they're specifically looking at. Uh, I know it's creepy, but I mean, we track a lot <laughs> of things here at Inbound Fit, but I mean, it is really down to a science in how people are behaving in your area and what they're looking for. And in the end, it's about tracking relevant information that's going to hit your personas, the people you want to become members at your club and really curtailing information we put on your website to make sure that we give you the best opportunity to rank high for those specific keywords so that you get more traffic, more organic traffic. And once you get that traffic, they're spreading the word about your club. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully that answers that question. <laughs> no, it did very, very thoroughly. So awesome, Anthony. Well, appreciate your time again on this podcast. We're going to look forward to sitting down with you again on some future podcasts and um, appreciate our listeners for joining us today. All right. Well, thanks for having me, Stephen. Appreciate yeah. it. Yep.